it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all. Looking to bring it open. He's got it. Lazard. Gonna go. Touchdown. Rodgers snaps it quick. Scrambles to his right. Pumps and runs. And Rodgers is inside the pylon. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away. Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for the first edition of Know Your Foe for the 2023 regular season. Glad to kick it off with a friend of mine who I talk to every week during the regular season and quite a bit during the offseason as well. Regular guest on his podcast, and he graces us with his presence when he can. Drew Gearer, the host of the Rockpile Report to talk about the Buffalo Bills. Big matchup coming up Monday night, MetLife Stadium, Jets and the Bills to open the season. Drew, welcome back to the show, sir. It's always a good time. Always a good time. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I, I think it's funny. Like, if you think back to how we got put together, like, it almost feels like kismet because we, we have a very similar sense of humor. We have a similar work ethic in terms of our craft. And also I think we share a lot of the same philosophies as far as just content creation. And also just, I think we have a genuinely good time together. So I'm always looking forward to these opportunities to come and, you know, to talk a little bit about football specifically from a Jets perspective, because it is kind of a unique one. Yeah, Drew, for sure, man. I always feel like you and I grew up together or something. We've only known each other a couple of years, but you'd think we've known each other since the fourth grade. It is pretty great. So with that in mind, let's talk a little Bills and Jets, but we'll talk from the Bills perspective because 
people hear me talking about the Jets the rest of the week and want to get an idea of what the Bills are bringing to the table here, let's start with the offensive side of the ball. A lot of people were complaining about Ken Dorsey last year, yourself included, and a lot of people Mm -hmm. were complaining that the Bills did not do enough to help Josh Allen last year, yourself included. We also know that there were some issues with Stefan Diggs. I know that all the Bills fans in the media up there have said that the national media wants to pick on the Bills and they're blowing out of proportion and all of that. Apparently the Bills are the big victim this offseason because all I hear from Bills fans is how disrespected they're being. So let's start there. A, do you feel like the Bills are being disrespected? And B, where are you on those two issues I just brought up? Ken Dorsey and whether or not the Bills have put enough around Josh Allen. Well, it's funny, right? It it really is kind of funny because you hear all of the noise. You hear all of the noise from just this punditry gone wild. I think what happens here is that people feel entitled. There's a sense of entitlement that I don't un- really understand because I think I'm just having paid as much as I've paid being a season ticket holder to watch the Bills be atrocious. And yes, I- I'm taught like sp- specifically the Rex Ryan years because there was expectations that you were going to be good. Like, I don't know where this emotion that a lot of our fan base has or where it's coming from, but they need to figure it out. Yeah, we did our podcast last night over at the Rockpile Report previewing this game, and I led the show reading, kind of kind of giving the cliff notes and talking through some of the points uh, from Drew McGarry and his annual series, Why Your Team Sucks, from over at Defector.com. It's one of my favorite things, because it's a guy who's intentionally trying to throw shade at your team and point out everything about you that's garbage. And I went through it for both the Jets and the Bills and said, look, here's the problem. Both of these fan bases need to take about 20% off. (laughs) Everyone needs to take a deep breath and goose fraba. Because realistically, I do not think that the Jets are as dominant of a football team as they're getting credit for. But also, I think that they are very good. I think that the Bills have the potential to be a very good football team. I also think that They've gotten too much credit in the past. And so what we're seeing is sort of an overcorrection by the media. But to act like there's no correction necessary, I think, is flawed thinking, especially if you're a Bills fan. So I don't understand this this victim mentality that some people have chosen to take or the, the position that they've chosen to take in this. I just, I've been saying it all week, we just need the damn game to get played. <laughs> we just need the game to get played so I can stop gearing about this. I, I was telling my my producer, I almost don't care who wins or loses. I just need this over with, right? Do you kind of feel the same way about that dynamic? Yeah, and you and I talked about this on the Rock Power Report. I think you're looking at three teams in the AFC East that are really good. And the Vegas odds bear that out right now. The Bills have the third highest odds to win the Super Bowl behind the Chiefs and the Eagles. The Jets have the seventh highest odds to win the Super Bowl behind the Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, 49ers, Bengals, and Cowboys. And the Dolphins are 10th after the teams I just listed, plus the Jets, the Ravens, and the Lions. So you've got three teams that Vegas thinks are in the top 10. And you've got all the fan bases barking at each other like only the team they root for is good and the other two teams are bad when I think we should at least admit that all three teams are really good. 
All three teams have a chance to win the division. All three teams have a chance to make the playoffs. And clearly, that all begins at MetLife Stadium on Monday night when the Bills take on the Jets. It's going to be a huge game. Now, remember, last year, Josh Allen had a lot of trouble against the New York Jets defense. Do you know why, though? And this is something really interesting to this entire conversation. If you want it, I mean, you want to hear about this from a Bills fan's perspective, and I'm sure that's what your listeners are interested in. There is a reason, right? We, we go in and we play the Dolphins. And the Dolphins every year seem to be this team that thinks, okay, we'll spend a bunch of money on defensive backs and we'll roll the dice in terms of our front seven. We, you know, we'll get some names. I mean, I think most recently is probably the most effort they've put into building a competent defensive line. But in the past, it was guys like, hey, we're going to pay in Dominican Sue and you know, we're, we're going to go out here and we're going to buy names for our defensive front. We don't really need great linebackers. We're going to spend it on defensive backs, and that's going to be the way we beat the Buffalo Bills. And we would light them on fire. And a lot of it had to do with the quality of their defensive line and their linebacking core. And there's a specific reason for that. When you look at how Josh Allen makes these crazy off-script plays, there's very little, like when you watch a team like the Chiefs operate, they are polished. Their offensive approach is kind of a quick strike offense. They use a lot of pre-snap motion. They use a lot of short to intermediate passing. They don't go down the field much in terms of a vertical passing game. And so what happens is that because their offense is kind of preordained to be close, operated closer to the line of scrimmage, when things break down, it's not hard and it it doesn't take Patrick Mahomes long to find an open receiver to ditch the ball off to. So it's hard for pressure to really rattle him or change what their game plan is, and it makes them one of the most effective and efficient offenses in football. With the Bills, they know that they want to be this vertical passing attack. That requires time. Well, nobody buys their offense more time than Josh Allen. No one. He's. I think there, the stat was from like a year or two ago where he would he led the NFL in pressures, but his like the pressure to sack rate was one of the lowest in the NFL because he's he's just so damn athletic and he's so hard to bring down when he's in the pocket, and he creates a lot of broken plays. The thing is, is that the Jets have this crazy combination of not only solid coverage units, but also a really good defensive line that allows them to create pressure to force Josh Allen to escape the pocket to the side of the field. Like Basically, they force him to roll left a lot. And in doing that, they can dictate how our offense operates. They also do this thing where they take away our checkdown receivers. This is something that's going to play a huge role in Monday night's game. James Cook was one of the worst run-blocking running backs in the NFL last year. There's a reason that he we traded for Naheem Hines in the middle of the season. He was almost out-snapped. Like, James Cook drafted. He was here through training camp. He started the season with the team. We trade for Naheem Hines, and he almost out-snaps James Cook on passing downs for the, for the entire season because they recognize very quickly James Cook is not a good pass protector. So what would happen is you'd try to put James Cook out there against the Jets to dictate to them, say, okay, we have a safety valve in the event that they do bring pressure. Well, then they would simply overload the side of the, like one side of the field and force Cook to commit to being a blocker 
which is still a win for the team that's sending the pass rush. So now you've taken away one more, you know, the, the option that you built into a given play that's supposed to be his check down. You took it away, but you're also not buying your quarterback any time. So now he has no choice but to scramble, often to his left, and he's got no hope of that quick outlet that they built into a vertical passing attack. It's a weird nuance that I think the Jets have really exploited over the last few years. And the, I, I think I saw a statistic where you know, Josh Allen's stats against most teams are pretty good. The Jets have held him to under, I think it was under 18 points on average. Like, I mean, I know there was a few years ago the Sam Darnold game where he threw for his first 300 yards. But by and large, the Jets have given him problems, and last year it was really ugly. And I think that's how they're manufacturing this. So at the top of the show, you asked about Ken Dorsey. A lot of what, a lot of our success, whether we're going to have it or not, is going to come through Ken Dorsey. And it's going to be because he, he either did or did not figure out this nuance of our offense. When you look at our depth chart now, the running back stable, I mean, they brought in Damian Harris, who was one of the better run block, uh, better pass protectors, excuse me, at the running back position in the NFL. But you're still hoping, because he's not much of a receiving threat, and Latavius Murray is a good all-around back, but you're, he, he's not a world beater. You're not expecting him to come in and bring some explosion to your offense. You're hoping it's James Cook. So then... Can James Cook pass protect? And if he can't, can you as an offensive coordinator figure out how to call plays against a team like the Jets on a more consistent basis that gives Allen the quick options that he's going to need in order to orchestrate an offense that doesn't involve a lot of negative plays, a lot of throwaways, and ultimately a lot of hits on our quarterback? I think that this is a this game is going to be a very good litmus test. You know, the 12 personnel package that we tried to run last year that fell on its face. And then in training camp, we ended up having to cut the guy we brought in to help run it. And then we were the, what were were we the third lowest team in terms of 12 personnel usage. We just went out and drafted a tight end in the first round. So now Ken Dorsey has no excuses. You have what should be the bones of a two tight end system that you can run out of, you know, even if you split them out wide, if you line up in that as a base package to draw more linebackers onto the field, you should be able to, if you're an offensive coordinator worthy of, I don't know, working with a quarterback like Josh Allen, you should be able to find a way to make this offense work. And so it's going to be how he develops those quick hitting plays and those safety valve type options into his offensive packages that I think is really going to dictate whether or not, not only we win this Jets game, but whether or not this Bills offense can take another step towards consistency. You look, one of the things that the Bills really couldn't do, like right now I'm looking at the Week 9 game, right? So Week 9, we play the Jets. Josh Allen has a pretty bad day. When you look at where he's used to dominating from a passing perspective, which is you know in between the 10 and like the 15 yards from the line of scrimmage down the field, his numbers weren't, you know, what is he? He was 0 for 4 down the left side of the field. Anything, be, he only had one completion beyond 20 yards. Like, just one for a football game from Josh Allen. That's a failure. But that's a byproduct of the amount of pressure you guys were able to generate and the fact that he couldn't get adequate protection. And then what you think is, okay, on the if they're, t- if they're pressuring us so much that we can't orchestrate these this vertical passing game that we're 
then let's pivot and let's get something going in the short to intermediate areas, get some yards after the catch and let that be the thing that kind of powers our offense. And they didn't do that either. (laughs) When I'm looking at the passing chart and it's, it's crazy to me the lack of production they got in any one of these capacities. So now when you look at the weapons that they've put around Josh Allen, you can see that there was a concerted effort to try to bring in guys specifically who on their own almost can generate some of that yards after the catch in the short areas that you're looking for. Deontay Hardy is kind of a sneaky name because I don't think – it's one of those signings that I look at and I say, okay, you paid a guy two years, $8 million a season. He's got no real production. Like, if you want to look at, uh, I don't know how you want to word this, but like percentages, right? Like, if you want to look at it by that, like, oh, this percentage of his targets were productive and he had this many yards after the catch per reception. Okay, cool. There is upside. But he's far from a proven commodity, and that's the reason they were able to get him on such a cheap contract. Uh, Trent Sherfield, a guy that you're familiar with, he's a jumping ship from Miami coming over to play for the Bills. He's a guy who can play outside or play in the slot. He's a physical run blocker for the wide receiver position, which will help. And at the same time, he for a wide receiver, plays a pretty physical brand of football. His route running's okay, but he's got speed. And you go back to that play that, I mean, it was a broken play, but the fact that he was able to catch a ball against the 49ers and just get behind them and take the the distance of the football field, they added some speed. And then they bring in a tight end who is a mismatch to most safeties and linebackers, and yet is athletic enough that he too can catch the ball in traffic and turn up field and create. I think that was the thing that was missing from last year's offense. And so I do think that they've put some new pieces around him to try to manufacture that. But with that said, it's only as, you know, those pieces are only as good as the person orchestrating them. And they're only as good as the guy throwing the football. I think one of the more, I don't want, I'd never want to call Josh Allen overrated, right? Because that's not something you want to say about your own quarterback. I think something Josh Allen does, and there's myself and a handful of others who go to training camp and watch the practices and kind of watch how he operates, there's something really frustrating that he does where guys coming across the middle of the field on slant routes, you know, little hitching goes inside that I ball placement becomes very important because if you want those guys to maximize their yards after the catch, going up against a defense like the Jets, like that's kind of something you have to do. I think another reason you guys really do well against him is because this is not something he, he doesn't throw those types of balls. Well, he can throw to a spot and have the wide receiver go get it. He can throw to a guy and hit him in the hands or hit him in the numbers. By and large, what you watch is that your wide receivers have to break stride in order to corral the ball because he's putting so much heat on it. So that's where his arm strength becomes kind of a double-edged sword, where you watch the receivers have to concentrate so much on making the catch that they'll break stride. Sometimes they'll stop. I mean, I've watched our wide receivers take some shots because they'll catch the football and have to come to a complete stop in order to do it. Even if the ball is not behind them, he'll put it on them, not out in space where they can catch it in stride. It's Dorsey and it's Allen. And regardless of the pieces we've added, because I think that these players have value, and in a matchup like the Jet, this one against the Jets, 
I think this dynamic we've gotten used to seeing and that a lot of the people who are prognosticating that the Jets are going to do another great job of suppressing our offense, they're banking on the fact that Allen hasn't improved in that regard. And they're banking on the fact that Ken Dorsey still has not developed the ability to, to build quick developing routes into a vertical passing game the way we've seen, you know, the way we watched last year happen to us. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? It's crazy, right? Good thing that's over, though. The NFL's here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use the promo code PLAJ to sign up. New customers can take home 200 bucks in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code PLAJ only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, cdkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. How about defensively? What do you see there with the Bills matching up with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and this new offense? I described to you the way that I think this offense is going to operate when we were on the Rock Power Report. So you sort of have an idea of where the Jets are probably coming from in this game. Talk to me about the defense for the Bills, what you think they're going to do. And then when it comes to the coaching, we talked about Ken Dorsey. What do you see here from Sean McDermott, not just stepping in to help the defense a little bit more, but also overall the coaching matchup here between Sean McDermott and Robert Sala? How do you think that plays out? All right, well, I'm going to start with this. If I'm going to see... If I'm gonna if I'm gonna crack jokes, right? If I'm gonna say anything mean, I figure I should probably get it out of the way now so I can soften the blow with some analytical conversation. <laughs> um, in terms of coaching, I'm not impressed by Robert Sala. I'm just not. And if there's anything I can be critical, like there was something that stuck out to me over the course of this off season. You know, it's tough to say that you like a coach when he's not winning a lot of football games. So now you're going into year three. And this is what you start hearing after the trade for Aaron Rodgers and he gets in the locker room. And you've got all these players saying, man, like Aaron Rodgers walks through the door and just completely changed the culture in here. The whole thing feels different. This is it. That's really great because Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys who he has an air about him. He has a confidence and he has a he's really kind of taking the reins here with the Jets. But I don't know what that says about a head coach. I feel like when you see something like that, that almost makes me feel like, okay, well, then what, what was the coach? What was the culture before he showed up? Because I look at this from a sh- position of Sean McDermott, and I say, okay, Sean McDermott inherited a terrible team. Or not a terrible team, but a team that was not good, was not organized, and they undertook a process of actually jettisoning most of their quote-unquote, most talented players within his very first training camp. They traded away Sammy Watkins. They got rid of Ron Darby. They, I remember them, trade. they traded away Marcel Darius. They really did cut ties with a lot of people who they felt were bad for the locker room. And at the time, you looked at that and said, that's a coach who's, he's tanking. And, but his, his ability to build a culture and to foster a culture of accountability he somehow was able to get more out of lesser athletes and as a byproduct broke an 18-year drought that he had nothing to do with in his very first season. And so I look at that and I say to myself, I don't know all the pomp and circumstance around the Aaron Rodgers thing. It did kind of, I don't know, to me it almost seems like a slight towards your current head coach. And I just, to me, that didn't sit well. Drew, having said everything that you've said about the offense, the defense, the coaching, all of that, you don't have to give me an exact score, but how do you see this game going Monday night? I I struggle with this on my own show because there's a lot of things that the Jets can do to our defense that I think will work in their favor. I think that our linebacking core is unproven. You know, you have a Matt Milano, but beyond that, Terrell Bernard, I've been joking that he's Schrodinger's middle linebacker. He won the middle linebacker job by being injured and not playing a single preseason game, which tells you that he didn't win it so much as everybody else sucked so badly they lost it. And so as Schrodinger's middle linebacker, he 
he's you believe he's good because you haven't watched him suck. And as soon as you watch the box and find a, open the box and find out that he does in fact suck, I I don't know I don't know that he'll be our middle linebacker anymore. But there are some things here that worry me. The the interior of your offensive line is very good. I said on our show that I think that the that's kind of where this game is going to get won and lost. I don't, I think both of our tackles are going to have a rough night. I think that there's going to be some pressure applied to both quarterbacks. And I think that the team that does the better job on both sides of the ball, controlling the interior of the offensive line is going to win the game because Delvin cook, I just say what you want about not knowing the playbook, just having got here, not having a ton of time in the offense. He's an NFL running back with experience. And one of the things I noticed looking over the, the fine stats is that he's dominant when he runs well, you know, when he gets running room off left guard and off center and off right guard. Like 20 forced missed tackles last season. Uh, he was averaging 6.7 yards per carry when he runs behind left guard. Like that's, that's pretty crazy. And so we have to basically suppress your team's ability to manufacture your offense by running between the tackles, but it stinks when your linebacking core, especially at the middle linebacker position is so unproven. I don't know how we're going to fare in this regard. And so in that way, I don't think you're going to see another one of these games where the jets struggle to score points. I think that they are going to have drives that if nothing else end in field goals. So I think, I don't know. I think it's hard for me to picture a world where the Jets don't score at least 20. I think Buffalo is going to have to score 23, 24, somewhere in that range in order to win. And that's going to be really hard to do against this Jets, against this Jets defense. The only thing that gives me faith is that Early on last season, Ken Dorsey came out with a whole bag of tricks. And then it's almost like he dumped them all out over the first two weeks where we were scoring almost 40 points a game. And then he ran out of ideas. <laughs> so in the <laughs> middle of the season, we, we had just, our offense had become pretty predictable. But I think if he can replicate some of that magic, the Bills can pull this thing off. But I think it's a nail-biter. Probably comes down to a last-minute field goal. I'm going to call it you know, 23-20 either way. Either team could win it, but both teams are going to have to score more than 20. Ken Dorsey, the short-term Eric Bischoff, having the couple of great ideas like the NWO and bringing in Hulk Hogan, and then after that, all the ideas ran dry, everything sort of went south. I guess that's what happened with the Bills last year, but we'll see if he learned from his experience last year. Drew, as I told you on the Rock Power Report podcast, I think this is going to be a very close game. I could see it going either way. As I said at the beginning of the show, you've got three teams that are preseason top 10 in Vegas odds. The Bills at three, the Jets at seven, the Dolphins at 10. This is going to be a very competitive division and it really gets going Monday night between the Jets and the Bills. Going to be a fantastic event. I hope it's a good game. Obviously, I'm hoping the Jets come out on top. You're hoping the Bills come out on top, but... If those two teams go toe-to-toe and they're as good as everybody seems to think, like I said, based on the Vegas odds, then everybody who's a football fan will win. So hopefully we get a good game out of it. I'd love to see the Jets come out of this 1-0, but at the very least, 
We want to see an entertaining game for everybody who enjoys themselves a good Monday night football game. Drew Gear, the host of the Rock Power Report podcast, thank you so much for coming on and breaking down the Buffalo Bills from a Bills perspective with me. Really appreciate it. The thing I love about you, Drew, is you make my job easy. I just have to throw you a couple of words and you'll go off for <laughs> 10, 15 minutes. I can hear the beer opening and then all of a sudden it's like, yep, there goes Drew. So if you've heard Drew on here, you know that that's the ease with which he comes out with these points. You hear that on a weekly basis on the Rock Power Report podcast. Plus, you get to hear me on their AFC East Roundup show once a week. So if you like what I'm doing, then you'll like what Drew's doing. And hopefully you'll like the two of us together, just like you heard us today on the show, Know Your Foe. Drew, for everybody who wants to check you out on the Rock Power Report podcast and follow you on social. How can they do that? Uh, you can find us at Rock Power Report on Twitter, or I'm never calling it X. Let's just face it; I'm never, <laughs> I'm never going to say that out loud. Um, and you can find our podcasts, you know, the AFC's Roundup podcast every week, everywhere you get your podcasts: Google Play, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, all of these different podcatching apps. And it is funny; we, you and I really are like the uh, first of all. I'm stealing the Scott Bischoff reference like i'm stealing that now for ken dorsey and also you and i are kind of like the steiner brothers like i feel like we really are just we're a force and also i have been referred to as a dog face gremlin once or twice <laughs> no better way to end this episode than with a steiner brothers reference by the way that's one thing that i do every single week and i know your co-host slash producer chris waits for it there's going to be a point in time on the show when i'm going to make a wrestling reference so i'm glad that it was you that did it on my show make sure you check out everything that drew is doing over at the rock power report follow him and chris on twitter and make sure you check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like Jet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel, including Dalvin Cook, who Drew just talked about. If you want to see how he may fit into the Jets' offense this season, check out our videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already, youtube.com slash playlikejet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there. tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-public.com. Public.com and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in the New York Jets podcast and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.